0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, i guess i guess he doesn't want us to call him i don't, I don't know what he would do if there were ghosts afoot I, ghosts- like,
1: I think his phone is the old ones where you cranked and you had to just go to the operator
0: oh my god! yes <laughs> operator get me the ghostbusters please <laughs> oh my god all right guys welcome to october holy crap we started this podcast the first week in January yeah, it feels like we started two weeks ago It really does, this is ridiculous um, My name is Chris O'Meally uh, This is my cohort in crime, Dan Peck Cohort in crime Indeed And we're going to go bust some ghosts Because you know what, because a- busting makes me feel good Indeed um, That's that's what he said That's what she said Like You, you can go a lot of ways with that's that That's what Winston said <laughs> pretty much yeah all right so we're going to do a double shot of ghostbusters now uh, you guys already know that ghostbusters is one of my all time favorite movies so and ghostbusters was my original fandom as they they call it now it's it's uh, it's it's, rid- it's ridiculous how much i love this movie but back then it was that thing you like the yeah. most and then ghostbusters 2 is like it's the it's the sequel that yeah it's not as good as the first one but it's still fun like I get it, they went with the they went with the more kid oriented theme because of the cartoon and everything, but it's still a fun movie. It's still fun. Anyway, so Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters starts out in the New York Public Library, where all kinds of strange shit's happening. There's so an old oops.
1: librarian lady. We follow her around. She goes downstairs.
0: Yes, of course, because that's where all the paranormal activity is. And books fly across shelves. The card catalog goes ape shit. And then we know something scares her. And "Q," one of the greatest songs from the 80s ever. Yes. The Ray Parker Jr. Uh, classic. Ray Parker Jr. Yes. So um, we meet a guy named Dr. Peter Venkman, played by the always brilliant Bill Murray, and he's doing this test where... He wants to test your psychic <laughs> ability your, your psychic abilities, but he's completely trolling the guy even when he gets the card right and a couple of wavy lines. <laughs> no, this is not your day. And he's using negative reinforcement through shock therapy and blah blah blah. I love how this movie is filled with like weird techno ja- jargon and like like big words that you know sound smart, but you know they're just saying it to sound like big words. Which is what makes it funnier. And uh, Dr. vankman is hitting on the girl, trolling the guy. Uh, yet yeah, you're being paid for this, right? Yeah, we well, can keep the five bucks. That was big money in nineteen eighty four. Some the reason I love this movie. This movie came out the year I was born. Uh-huh. And uh, good old Dr. vankman his buddy Ray. Race dance played by the always brilliant Dan Aykroyd. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was
0: in this picture. <laughs> um, he, they've got this big breakthrough with their little their little ghost hunting side project, pretty much. That's and, a, uh, The
1: New York Public Library. The librarian saw a full torso apparition. Yep. I love he's like I'm in the middle of something, Ray.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that in the movie. He hits too. all of them. <laughs> the best part is when Ray slaps him, though. <laughs> and he just kind of rolls with it, like, "Yeah, you got me." And of course, we also meet Egon, who's waiting for. like <laughs> how he trolls him by beating him on the desk and dropping a book because he's got like the stethoscope up listening. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he's played by the late, great Harold Ramus who passed away last year. They're the original Ghostbusters. R.I.P. So they're going to investigate these uh, all these events that are happening in this library, including the actual ectoplasmic material. So somebody blows their nose and you want to collect it. Yes. And, of course, they're uh, they're interrogating the librarian.
1: <laughs> are you, in fact, menstruating? Yes. <laughs> Does that happen to
0: anything? <laughs> and uh, uh, the opening scene of this movie is just so great. The, uh, the bookshelf falling over was not planned, which is why he's like, does this happen to you often? Symmetrical book stacking. Yeah, no human could do this. <laughs> and of course, they, they do end up finding the ghost of this dead librarian who's just kind of chilling. They try to talk to her and she tells him to shush, and then Ray comes up with the best plan ever. Well, well after after Peter Bankman's like, Ray, can I see you over here for a minute? And grabs him by the ear, which is another popular treat they go through. And then comes one of the one of the one of the first really big laugh out loud moments in the movie when Ray's like, Easy does it, easy does it, and now I say when I say it. Yes. Get her and she basically turns into a monster and roars at them and scares them out of the library. I like how the the guy who runs the library is, like, chasing after them. Like, what was it? Do you know? Yeah, we'll call you. <laughs>
1: well, but they get back to the school to find that the dean has kicked them the fuck out.
0: Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Columbia University, which is never named, but it is Columbia University. So all been defunded and kicked out. Yep. But Ray decides that this is the time to. Well, Peter decides it for Ray. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Albert Einstein
1: did his best work as a patent clerk. You know how much money a patent clerk makes.
0: (laughs) So they're uh, they're looking for a building to set up there. Every, it's the 80s. And buy- Everyone's got a third mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make Ray sell the house he grew up in so they can get this old-ass firehouse that's just... It's dilapidated. Everything's terrible. He gets Egon's opinion. And Egon's like, I think this building should be condemned. But Ray loves it because the pole still works.
1: Does <laughs> place pole still great. work? This place is great. We should, like, spend the night here. Try it
0: out. <laughs> Uh good stuff. So they're uh they're setting up their shop, they've got they hire they hire any pots to be their secretary.
1: Janine Milnitz.
0: Yep. Um they pretty much got nothing left. Their last ounce of petty cash is all from Hey bought this this magnificent Chinese feast. Yes. <laughs> we also meet a new character along the way. We meet Sigourney Weaver playing Dana Barrett, and she lives in this <clears throat> she lives in this penthouse apartment on Central of, Park West. Yes, weird looking building, and across across the hall, like one door down, lives Rick Moranis. He's this nerdy little accountant who basically stalks her. <laughs>
1: like he always knows when she's walking down the hallway.
0: Yeah. Oh, Dana. Hey, having a party this weekend. I mean, it's all client.
1: clients, but you know, you should stop by. Yes, and his party's yes. all clients, because so that way he can deduct it all, right, as a business expense.
0: Yeah. So she's 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 just kind of blowing him off, and then he uh, gets locked outside of his apartment for the first time. <laughs> yes. She uh, she goes into her kitchen. Uh, she sees the the awesome commercial for the Ghostbusters, which is just oh, I
1: love all that stuff because they because you have to act really good to act that bad.
0: Exactly, and I like how and I love how because I because I've got a broadcasting background, so it's so obvious that like Egon's looking at the mark he's supposed to stand on. He's like keeps looking down and looking back up again to make sure <laughs> he's in the right spot. <laughs> um, while Dana's trying to put her groceries away, her eggs just start bursting and cooking themselves, and. And there's a monster in her refrigerator, and it's it Zool. Said Zool. So she goes to the headquarters, and I like she's like, "Are they serious?" Of course they're serious. You just see Bill Murray pop up from the the back, like jump over the wall. Hi, I'm Dr. Peter vankman How can I help you? So this, of course, is his his uh, his attempt to hit on this girl. <coughs>
1: They take her upstairs and they interview her. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come up with their plan. I'm going to go, go look up Zool and all the and all the books, and I'm going to go look at the architecture of the apartment building. And he's like, and I'll, I'll go back with Mrs., to Miss Barrett's apartment and check her out. I mean, check it out.
0: Yes, check her out. Exactly. <laughs> I like how he, he gets on her piano and starts hitting the keys like, oh, they hate this. This drives them nuts. That's right, boys. Dr. Vankman's here. Oh, he opens up the fridge. Oh, my God. Look at all this junk food. You really eat this as he holds up slimy. (laughs) Uh, So she's kind of kind of disheartened. I also like how poor little Lewis comes out of his apartment as Bankman's leaving, sees him, and then tries to go right back into his apartment and gets locked out again for the third for the second time. But there will be a third time at his own party, no less. (laughs) So, everything's looking kind of glum for these guys. They're not getting any work. There's, uh, the Barrett thing kind of falls through. But, we got, they get their first real call. We got one! Yes. The uh, Sedgwick Hotel has something happening on the 12th floor. And it's, been, it's been quiet for years, but two weeks ago it started up again. It's, it's real ugly, it's smelly, and all this other stuff. So Onion they Head. Go, yes, Onion Head, the original name. He wasn't named until the cartoon when he called Slimer and the Ghostbusters two credits. But <laughs> I got, I just get a kick out of this scene. now. Ray? It's looking right at me. Oh, each one of, of us
1: has a as an, an unlicensed nuclear accelerator strapped to their back. Oh, turn me on, and he flips his switch. Yeah, he steps away, away
0: from him. <laughs> well, I, I forgot, I forgot oh. to mention, don't cross the streams. Why, would that be bad? Well, imagine a full particle reversal and every instant time stopping instantaneously. Okay, so bad. Yeah. So that's look Because they
1: like been using the stuff for like ten minutes now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's an
0: important thing. You'll end all all yeah. being if you do this. If you cross the streams. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Slimer ends up in the ballroom after it attacks Vankman and gets him slime. Which Ray <laughs> is the greatest they thing. They find the maid and they just instantly shoot <laughs> it. It's like, what the
1: hell are you doing?
0: Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> we thought you were an
1: apparition. Uh, you go back to the Hotel Sedgwick in the video game. Oh, The video it's, game's so
0: good. The video game's amazing. It's really good. So, <laughs> so, it's really good, you guys. <laughs> so they got like the nice little ballroom set up, which is where Slimer's chillin' now, and they're they're basically about to be a big party there. <laughs> and I love how the guy's trying to keep everything calm outside. And all he hears all the crashing. His expressions are just priceless. And, you know, he's the snotty rich guy.
1: He's like the manager of the hotel, you know. So,
0: so, so they uh, they they trap Slimer. They entrap it. and He goes, "All right, I'm going to set out the trap. Do not look directly into the trap." I look at the trap, Ray. <laughs> that line makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's, it's the way he said it. He's, like, annoyed. I looked at uh, the trap, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they catch it. They came. They saw.
1: They kicked its ass. And then now it's time for billing. Uh, for
0: the capture, it'll be uh, $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But we're running, a, we're running a special. So the rest of it's only going to cost you an additional 1000 Five thousand dollars. I won't pay it. Alright, we'll just go ahead and put this right back for you. <laughs> oh. And then this is uh and this is when their business blows up. They they start getting they're all over the place. They're capturing ghosts left and right. They got they're they're being talked about by Larry King. <laughs> Larry King Casey, in his radio days. Yep. Casey Case And now back to the top forty. Yes. And then they're on magazine. And uh and <laughs> Yeah, they have they have everything, <clears throat> and then all they get their uh, their new hire, Ernie Hudson comes to work for the Ghostbusters. This is it Do you What's
1: believe the, in the blah blah <laughs> like
0: uh, like you believe in paranormal psychic abilities, the Loch Ness monsters, like hey, a theory game, of Atlantis? If, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you want. And I like how they walk in. He's like this is Winston's where He's here about the job, and Ray's like, "Hey, good, you're hired." <laughs> take going, these. Going, yeah. <laughs>
1: these st- <laughs> he's like holding them up safely from the cord, and he's like, "Here, take these. Where it's
0: smoking." <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, uh, so of course, now we um we start getting some more details about about Gozer her Gozer the Gozerian, which is this demigod that was worshipped uh, by the Sumatrans. Uh, there's a, all kinds of all kinds of weird stuff going on with That's that. The, aliens, the yeah.
1: Blah Blah, 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 blah
0: <laughs> Yeah, we also know that Dana Barrett plays the cello, and <laughs> Dr. Venkman <laughs> pretty much gets her on a date with his loud orange jacket. Uh, I don't need this abuse. I got hundreds of women waiting to abuse me.
1: <laughs> this is where as in like. A whole bunch of stuff all happens, like, right when Winston gets uh, hired, because that's when Pack shows up
0: as yes. well. Yeah. And what and then, exactly do you do? He's got the EPA concerns. Because he represents the EPA. Right. And then this is when, uh this is, I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff happens around this time. This is, also this is when we when- hear about the Twinkie. <laughs> Yes, well, the kinetic, the kinetic energy is off the charts. Imagine that this Twinkie represents all the kinetic energy in Manhattan. Based on this morning's readings, it would be a Twinkie like thirty, was it like thirty-five feet long and weighing approximately, whatever.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a big, a big twinkie. twinkie. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and a- then like when that's over, that's when Peter comes down and tells them about the EPA stuff, and he's like, "Well, you should tell them about the Twinkie." What about the Twinkie? <laughs>
0: And right around this time is when uh, Dana's getting ready to go on her date, and uh, her kitchen acts up again. Zool captures her and basically possesses her, and she starts believing that she is the gatekeeper. She is Zool. Yes. Um, there's no Dana. There is only Zul. <laughs> so I like. I love how he goes over for the date. Are you the Are you the keymaster? No. no. Just slams the door and then he knocks again. Are you the key master? Yes I am. Well, I'm a friend of his after he gets yes, aside. Yeah. Take take me now. Well, okay, you know. <laughs> then she uh it's, I, all right, I like, want you inside me. I think there's already two people in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I need to talk to Dana now. There is no Dana, there is only Zool. And then she uh levitates. You know, a girlfriend who's a little eccentric because she sleeps above her covers, four feet above her covers. That's right. Yep. Um, and this, of course, is while uh, Lewis is having his party. And all right, who brought the dog? <laughs> but I also love how he's like he's bragging about how cheap the shrimp is, and he's basically letting everybody know that they're they're only there as a tax write off.
1: You know? He was like, hey, this is blah, uh, blah, 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 and I saved them all this money doing this, and this, and this. Exactly. But despite the fact that no one's dancing, they so, all appear to be
0: actually having a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's but uh, <laughs> this, uh, there's a bear in my apartment. I'm not sure I think there's a bear in his apartment, and it just <laughs> jumps out. And then <laughs> he, he becomes runs a in the- later. He
1: runs into Central Park. And then he finds that fancy restaurant that's all glass. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, everyone just looks at him like twice for half a second
0: and goes back to what they're doing. Yep. And he becomes Vince Clortho, the Keymaster. And I love how he's wandering around the streets. He's like talking to the horse in Central Park. Hey, uh. We picked this guy up, but uh, it's not one of our usual <laughs> yeah, things. A cops
1: showed up in the paddy wagon, picking up or dropping him off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we know you're into this sort of stuff. And I like how Egon just sticks the meter in his face and it goes off the charts and like, yeah, you better bring him inside. And he's <laughs> like,
1: oh, that's so humanitarian taking care <laughs> love- of
0: him. I don't think he's human. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the phone rings and he hands him the phone and he just like starts handing him random stuff. He hands him the lamp.
1: Thanks, Vince.
0: Yes, I got a bad feeling about this, Egon. I'm afraid you're gonna die. Well, she she's kind of she's she, I mean she's wrong about that, but she's kind of right about the bad feeling. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, with all this stuff going down, you've got Dana Barrett losing her mind. You got this guy, and now here comes Peck. Oh yeah, because everyone's like apart right now, right? Because Peter's yeah. taking care of Dana. Well, Ray's, Ray, 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 Ray and Winston are in the X01 and are they're discussing together. the Bible. Yeah. They're driving back talking about the end of days. Right. And Venkman, Venkman shows up when they're uh, they're getting shut down. Well, oh, after the, they shut off the power grid.
1: They shut off and the power exact,
0: grid. That's exactly what he does. He shuts off the power grid after trying to argue with him, and then, oh shit. And everything just kind of blows up. And the spirits go apeshit. Which, of course, is a really funny scene, too. Like,. <laughs> the, the the friggin corpse is driving the taxi and slimers in a hot dog stand and of course they get arrested although Winston wants his own lawyer but around this time we start learning all the all the bad details they've got the blueprints for the for the apartment or they have
1: all the stuff in, with them in jail yeah. and all, the, on them.
0: And <laughs> all yeah. the all the prisoners are just like gathered around like interested in this <laughs> Like half interested because there's nothing else going on. It's exactly. jail. <laughs> exactly. So be good for goodness' sake. <laughs> so basically, we learn uh, Gozer's a shape-shifting god of destruction. Um, there was a traveler that had arrived in two forms that destroyed everything. First, he was the. <laughs> and this, uh, the guy who designed the building was a was a Gozer worshipper, and also a doctor who performed a lot of unnecessary surgeries. Which originally, um, the uh, traveler was going to take the form of the, or Gozer was going to be the form was going to be in the form of the, the architect. But <laughs> it's still fun that they dropped it the way it is. Meanwhile, because they got arrested, nobody was watching Lewis, so he wanders back to uh, and to Dana Barrett's apartment, and they discover that. I am the key master. I am the gatekeeper. And then Dan, as, as so eloquently you can put it, they fuck <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what happens. So, so now comes the yeah. So the romance. They opens up the gate, and all this shit's going on on top of this building. So they meet with the mayor. Oh, yeah, Ivo Shandor. That was the that was the name of the architect. Yeah. Yes, so uh, the, the mayor video pretty games, much. Video, oh man! The video yes, game. yes the video games awesome. So the mayor's like, "All right, what do you need from me?" After after one of the greatest rants in cinema history, what do you mean, like Old Testament, like by biblical proportions, Old Testament stuff, volcanoes, earthquakes, raging fires, mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. It's uh, so they get it. They they get everything. They get a full police and military escort now after dismissing Walter Peck because everything was going fine until Dickless here shut off the power grid. Is that true? Is this true? Yes, Your Honor. This man has no dick. (laughs) So now comes they arrive at the building. There's the the initial earthquake that tries to shut them out, but they just climb out of the hole. They're like, we're okay. We got this. And then (laughs) they have to climb all the stairs because the building's been destroyed. They can't use the elevator. (laughs) Where are we? I think we're in the teens. Well, let me know when we get to 20. I need to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> then they get to the apartment and find the mysterious stairwell. Hey, where do these stairs go? They go up. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, now comes one of my favorite favorite parts of any movie of all time, the, the big finale of Ghostbusters. And when I was in broadcasting school, we did a uh, sound design project where – We had to take a famous movie scene and analyze the sound editing that went into it. And I chose this scene. And it was, I mean, everybody, because you watch the scene first before you talk about it. And everybody just had a blast. And of course, I started it right from Gozer coming out of the portal when Dana and Lewis become dogs. Okay, so she's a dog now.
1: This one time, I turned into a dog and they helped me.
0: It's a woman. I thought Gozer was a man. Nah, it's whatever it wants to be. Alright. Well, she's not getting by us. Go get her, Ray. <laughs> Go get her, Ray. Go- Gozer the Gozerian, As a duly appointed official of the city, county, and state of New York, I hereby order you to cease all paranormal activity and return to the nearest <laughs> like the nearest parallel dimension at your earliest convenience. Are you a god? Uh, no? Then die. <laughs> Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say, yes! So, they fire a Gozer. She does a somersault through the air. They fire again. She disappears, and they pretty much think they beat her. (laughs) It's Milla time. Choose the form of the Destructor. Oh, I get it. I get it. Whatever we think of. So, if we think of Jagger Hoover, Jagger Hoover will arrive and kill us. So, don't think of anything. (laughs) The Destructor has been chosen. (laughs) No, whoa, whoa. I didn't choose anything. And my mind was blank. Ray? <laughs> it Could just popped you? in there. <laughs> what just popped in there? And then here comes the jo- Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Which we have seen Stay Puff Marshmallows in the movie. Yes, there, there's a couple. There's like a billboard, and then Dana Barrett's got Stay Puff Marshmallows. Which they our- had
1: to buy. Like I think they had to buy the company to get the rights to the marshmallows and the <laughs> marshmallow man.
0: That's why I was so. It's just such a funny scene. It's the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. was <laughs> Ray's gone bye bye, Egon. What have you got? Sorry, Ben. I'm t- paralyzed with fear, beyond fear for rational thought. So, Stay Puffs. Stay puffs. I know. He, I know what we'll do. He's a sailor. We we get him laid. <laughs> yes. But of course, he steps on the church. No one steps on a church in my town. So, they uh, they blast him. He catches on fire. He's still climbing the building. Yes. Which, for some reason,
1: this They're apartment just, like, building is idea. taller just than most the of the buildings in New York. Yeah. <laughs> because you see Stay walking down this, gonna... the, the city, and he's, like, as tall as most of the buildings, and then he has to climb this apartment building. This <laughs>
0: yeah. You're going to endanger us. You're going to endanger our client, the lovely lady who paid us in advance before she became a dog. <laughs> but they decide, yep, let's do it. We're going to cross the streams. The worst thing that will happen is everything is gone. Yep. But that's what works. It blows up the dimension. It blows up the marshmallow man and all the marshmallow goop for is on Peck. Uh, and gets all over them except for except for Bill Murray who's got like a little dab in his hair and a little dab on his costume, which is hilarious
1: and it's and like then it just they, seems like foam
0: is not like here's some shaving cream yeah. <laughs> yes and uh but it's okay we, we Dana and Lewis are okay they just need to be freed from their their toasty statues and I, I love how their uh. They're congratulating Lewis on being part of the part of one of the biggest paranormal things that's ever happened. Like, I'm going to get a sample of your brain tissue. OK. <laughs> and Winston just loves his job now. And he loves this city. Yes. And the, the ending is with the classic theme with uh, the Ghostbusters walking out as heroes, except for Lewis, who's like, "Everybody want to interview me? And they the paramedics take him away. He's like, no, I want to go with them.
1: As as uh, the footage continues while the credits start, and it's just everyone leaving.
0: Yeah, and then Slimer is still free. So, a couple of fun facts about Ghostbusters. Uh, The initial release, they had the trailer run with the commercial that they use in the movie. But there was an actual 800 number that you could call, and when you called it, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd were there, and they're like, hi, we're out catching ghosts right now. And they got 1,000 calls per hour, 24 hours a day for six weeks, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, Dan Aykroyd referred to Slimer as the ghost of John Belushi. Uh, Spangler's line about when Vankman was like, remember the time I tried to drill a hole in your head? He goes, that would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. That was ad-libbed. <laughs> almost every scene has a couple of ad libs, including almost all of Bill Murray's lines. And uh, the party scene with Rick Moranis not only is it pretty much done in one take, but it's entirely improvised, which is pretty impressive.
1: So well, I mean, Moranis was a uh, uh, a lampoon guy, so
0: yeah. Uh, and I think most people know that John Belushi and Eddie Murphy were both considered in the roles. Uh, Slimer was known as Onion Head, and John Candy was slated to play Lewis, but with deaths and backing outs and everything, we got the cast that we got. Harold Ramis had no intent of actually playing Egon, but when he wrote the character, he realized he was going to be the best role to bring it to life. So, um. The music video by Ray Parker Jr. features Chevy Chase, Irene Cara, John Candy, Melissa Gilbert, Ali E. Brown, Jeffrey Tambor, George Went, Al Franken, Danny DeVito, Carly Simon, Peter Falk, and Terry Garr. <laughs> so, in case you are wondering. So, yeah, that's just a couple of cool facts about Ghostbusters. There's, there's plenty more we can discuss, but I don't want to get that too out of control because we got to cover the sequel, too. As I've already said... um, Ghostbusters 2 can be summed up by the song Bobby Brown did for it, called On Our Own. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Basically, you find out that they've all pretty much gone their separate ways. Uh, Because
1: after saving the city, they got sued by everyone that could sue them, and they lost all
0: of them. Yep. So naturally, um, Ray and (laughs) Winston are doing children's parties. Singing the Ghostbusters song to make ends meet, which is kind of funny. Uh, Dr. Vankman is hosting his own psychiatric talk show where he's basically just drilling everybody. Although the guy has an accurate prediction. He says the world's going to end on New Year's Eve. He's like, Well, really? How are you going to sell books? Like, you're not even going to make your paperback sales in your first year. Why would you say that? But then uh, Valentine's Day, 2016, is what the lady predicts the world will end. Yeah. By the way, that hasn't happened yet, so we're coming close, though. <laughs> Let's see. Well, first we got to get through. Uh, we got to get through Back to the Future too before we get through Ghostbusters too. And that's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? It is indeed. But that doesn't. Uh, well, I mean, October the it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. October, yeah, October 21st. All right. So, um moving on here to Ghostbusters 2. And uh oh and Egon's basically doing work at the school again. Yeah, he's just
1: doing, he's just trolling people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ray is running Ray's Occult Books.
0: Yes, which is uh he's got Peter Vanckman's new book. How Vanekman kind of catches up, finding the... your way to gold and
1: fortune or whatever. Yes. Even fortune.
0: Well, we also learned that uh, Dana Barrett has a son named Oscar, and their relationship didn't last. She got she got married. <clears throat> She's working as at the Manhattan Museum of Art as a restorer, and this really big ass painting shows up. Some tyrant, his name was Vigo the Carpathian. Moldavia is where he was from, um, and this guy that runs the place, Yanis, he loves this painting. He's all about it. He's also creeping on Dana. Very much creeping on Dana. Such a creep. Yeah, but got Dana has an issue because her uh, her baby carriage with Oscar in it. Oh, that's a very big that. that so, yeah. And uh, rolled away on its own, and it was definitely in—it wasn't really out of control. It was definitely in control, because it was dodging traffic, stopped before it hit the bus. <clears throat> so she uh, she goes to Ray and Egon to kind of be like, hey, can you guys help me with this? Because I don't, well, don't really tell, want to go to Don't
1: Peter. tell Bankman. Which is
0: exactly what they do when it goes to the <clears throat> store. Because he does the ear torture. <laughs> yep. I love the ear torture. Hey, grab my ear. Um— while this is going on, Yanish gets put under the spell of Vigo because he uh you know, he's it's if you it's look off. at
1: him in the eyes he can take
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you look at him in the eyes he can uh take control of you. And the whole idea is that um he you're gonna find a child for me to possess and he's like, Well can I can I get a woman in return? He's like, Sure. <laughs> yeah. Vigo's cool. He's all about this.
1: He's down with it.
0: Yeah. So they go to investigate where the uh, the baby carriage stopped, and they decide to uh, illegally drill a hole where <laughs> they pretend to be angry construction workers when the cops investigate. <laughs> they
1: use their real name, then he calls Egon Ziggy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, and they discover a river of pink slime going through this abandoned transit line. So, of course, Ray gets a sample. <laughs> And we end up with a citywide blackout because, of course, they're the Ghostbusters. Something has to be done wrong. So now they're arrested and they're going to court and their lawyer is Lewis. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I'm not really this kind
1: of a lawyer. I only do a little bit of this and
0: that. Yes. Um, Lewis does not argue their case for them well at all. And the judge is just so angry and he's having so many outbursts that the slime activates and releases the Scolari brothers, two ghosts of uh, guys that he sent to the chair. <clears throat> they freak out. They capture the other lawyer, and in the credits, you find out that she's basically just like done with done with everything. <laughs> and <clears throat> because all their equipment just happens to be in the courtroom for investigation, they're able to capture these ghosts. But only after he can res- he rescinds their
1: court orders and stuff. Yes.
0: Who, Because my clients
1: could be exposing themselves, and they don't want us to expose ourselves.
0: <laughs> um, so Dana gets back with Peter after the slime attacks her. It, uh, From the bathtub. Yep. Goes after Oscar, so she's hiding out at his place. And, and, of course, we're also investigating the history of Vigo, and it's, you know, much like Gozer and the, the Architect, it's not, it's not all good. In fact, it's all bad. We know that the slime is reacting to emotions as being generated by the negative attitudes of New Yorkers, which is friggin' hilarious. <clears throat> which is really funny, because this movie takes
1: place in, like, the few days between
0: Christmas and New Year's. Yes, but you know what? The tensions are arising there. Um, So they leave. They leave Janine to babysit. Uh, Lewis, of course, accompanies her because they end up starting their little romantic deal. Peter and Dana go out to dinner, and while they're having a nice day, Egon, Rain, Winston explore the underground river of slime. And while measuring the depth, they get sucked in. Winston gets sucked in. Rain, Egon, jump in after him. And then when they get back out to the surface. They're flipping out at each other, and Egon's like, no, get get, Take your uh, get out of your clothes. It's the slime.
1: And they happen it's, to be bum, 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 right in front of the art museum.
0: Yes, of course. And that's where it's gathering. I love how they go into the restaurant to get Vankman and they're just like— <laughs> they look They're, like they're in, just their their in their long johns. <laughs> yes. And their hair is all slimy. And, of course, we go back to the mayor to get his assist, but his uh, his assistant's like, no, I'm a dick because we need to have a character like this. And then he he commits him to a psychiatric hospital ran by Bill Murray's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I also like, there was that one part where he's like, hey, I'm a registered voter. Don't you want to lie to me? It was like almost half of us voted for you in the last election. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, um, a uh, ghost that looks suspiciously like Janish kidnaps baby Oscar after he goes out on the windowsill. Yeah, this eight-month-old kid just walks out. <laughs> yeah. So Dana Dana runs to the museum to try to rescue it while uh, Louis decides to suit up like a Ghostbuster in Egon, one of Egon's suits. <clears throat> It's like man, I was made to wear this stuff, and I also like how he catches a ride to the museum on a bus driven by Slimer. I hey, like, well, you know, you had
1: your license. <laughs> oh yeah, this is when all the all the ghosts come back again in, the, in this one. But in this yeah. one, it's like uh, there's a guy from the, on the docks saying the Titanic just showed up, and the freaking Teach Marin's
0: there. <laughs> Better late than never. That one's that part's hilarious. <clears throat> And I also like how they, they capture a jogger. Oh yeah, he just starts jogging and pushing. And he's to checking out. his pulse, even though he's a ghost.
1: Yep. But uh, well, because he's just walk he's just running around, they can catch him super easy by setting up a trap right right. Right there.
0: where he runs. So the museum's now covered with a barrier of impenetrable slime. Dana's trapped inside, and yeah, it's it's New Year's Eve, so this is uh is where everything starts happening.
1: There's only one way we can get through that
0: slime with a
1: humongous amount of positive energy. Yeah, into, but we need... Yes. We need a symbol.
0: Something all of New York get So, here comes one of my favorite scenes when I was a kid, which is the uh, Statue of Liberty being piloted by a Nintendo controller. Yep, the stick. <coughs> yep, the NES. It's, it's, it's like an NES turbo, turbo pad or something. And, uh... They're playing higher and higher, and everybody's cheering. Even though they do step on the police car on the way, which means they'd probably cheer louder. Yep. yep. And the Statue of Liberty breaks in through the glass up top. The Ghostbusters repel in. Now it's time for the showdown. So the first thing they do is they neutralize Yandish with positively charged slime.
1: It'll but feel like v- a million bucks.
0: Yeah, but Vigo, he's, he's gone. Uh, he's yeah, not he takes. There. He takes his human form and is getting ready to uh, to get into Oscar's body, but the citizens outside are singing because it's New Year's Day now. Right, and they're all like swaying back and forth. So they're all drunkenly singing "Old Lang <laughs> Yes, and uh, he momentarily possesses Ray. Uh, Ray, we- we'd like to shoot the monster now. Can you move? There is no Ray, only Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but so with they, the uh you have to slime yep. him. <laughs> yep. And then Proton streams and positively charged slime destroy Vigo. And I like how Lewis arrives and starts attacking the barrier right when they weaken it, so it looks like he destroyed everything and <laughs> saved the day. <laughs> Everyone goes nuts around <laughs> him and congratulate <laughs> him. And and somehow, some way the painting of Vigo changes to the Ghostbusters protecting Oscar. Uh, so they get their standing ovation, restore the statue, they get the key to the city, and we celebrate because you know it's a Ghostbusters. It's another, it's another happy ending. Yeah, you and want like like I done, said, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, and like I said, yeah, uh, Slimer, of course. I was only making an appearance in this movie because of his role in the cartoon series.
1: Because he got over, bro. He's over. Yes.
0: Um, Janine actually altered her appearance for this movie just so she could look like her animated counterpart. Um, Wilhelm von Homburg played Vigo. But Max von Sydow did all of Vigo's dialogue. Yeah. So, so anytime he talks, it's not the same act. Um, the original plan before the Titanic was going to be the Hindenburg, but they decided to go with the Titanic instead. And uh, the mink coat scene, when the lady's mink coat comes to life and attacks her, that was actually going to happen in the original Ghostbusters. But... It got cut. It got cut. This is also the first time we hear the word "proton pack" in Ghostbusters. And uh, it, NES advantage was a controller. And of course, Bill Murray was a little disappointed in this film because he said there was too much slime and not enough us. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So those are the Ghostbusters movies. Like I said, um, I'm a fan. I, I definitely prefer the first one to the second one. Second one isn't that bad um it's it's definitely not great but you know it's still it's still a fun movie it's um it's got some really funny jokes i I like when bill murray says the kid's ugly because it's not his it's pretty much exactly what that boils down to um
1: when he yells at him saying that he's a he's like a bad influence and stuff
0: (laughs) yeah But, but that's just it like <clears throat> but, but the first Ghostbusters is one of my all-time favorite films, probably my favorite comedy of all time, and just an—I mean, I mean, other than, like, Hot Fuzz and Beavis and Butthead Do America, I really can't think of any other movies that make me laugh as hard as Ghostbusters, and as continuously as Ghostbusters. Like, I still put this movie on, and I laugh uncontrollably at stuff I already know is going to happen, but that's the beauty of Ghostbusters. It's a, it's a great film. It's timeless. And Before we cut out here, I do want to mention that I am going to see the new one when it comes out because it's still Ghostbusters. I I think it's getting an unfair rep because, oh, it's an all-female cast and we don't think Melissa McCarthy's funny and all this other stuff. It's like, you know what? I'm going to withhold my judgment until I actually see the movie. Then I will decide— whether or not it's good or it's crap. You know, there's no point in getting all upset about this until it happens, guys. So,
1: and I like most of the people who are going to be in that movie anyway, so...
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, next week, to continue Halloween month, we're going to watch Shaun of the Dead. I just mentioned Hot Fuzz here. Well, here's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in their first real starring role together with... With Edgar Wright at the helm, and oh my God, this movie amazing. Or one of the Cornetto trilogy, <laughs> pretty much, yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll review the other two at some point because they're all, they're all good. Uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is next week here on Talk Talkies as we continue October with spooky movies. Which oh, so spooky! <laughs> yes, and uh, great. Adam Sandler is back. <laughs> It's so spooky. Being spooky is the coolest. The coolest. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Until next week, I'm Chris. That's Dan. And we'll, uh, we'll see you then. We'll
1: see ya.